This morning, we want to talk about the kingdom and the church. So I'm just opening the door upon it because there's so much more that we need to understand about the kingdom and the church. So in my opening statement, you know, I'm, I'm sounding more and more like my husband, I guess because I've been listening to him quite a bit. You know, I realized Dr. Davis taught us a lot of things that we didn't grab hold of when he initially taught them. This is why you got to keep hearing the word again and again and again and not necessarily be chasing for something different and new each time you come. Because God is saying the same thing he said since Adam. Hallelujah. Well, before God created man, now you know man means spirit and not gender. So let's get that clear. Man is spirit, not gender. Male and female is gender. And it denotes function. Man means spirit. So when they said God created man, he created spirit. And he formed male and female from the dust. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Go back and read your Bible. See, and so Satan had already been kicked out of heaven before God created man. How many of y'all know that had already taken place? See, the devil used to be kind of over the earth. That's why it was in such confusion and mess by the time God put man, and God said he intended for man to rebuild because he had a plan for earth, amen? So Satan had already been kicked out of heaven. Therefore, when God went to put man over the earth, because Satan was present, man had to be given dominion, say dominion, to maintain control of the earth. See, if there was no resistance, he'd have never said you need dominion. Dominion had to come because there was a resistor in the earth. Woo, something you never thought of, right? Now, in Psalms 90, verse 2, it says, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. So it's, it's showing us here that God had a plan for the earth. Mm. So in other words, it said, long before you gave birth to the earth, and before the mountains were born, God is. So this is not about God needing a place to live. Earth was going to be designed for mankind. Mm. All right. My second statement is the church is not the kingdom. You might want to write that down. The church is not the kingdom. We're going to learn. Let's learn a little bit about government together. Can we do that? Well, when, when our nation was established to ensure separation of powers, the United States of America federal government created three branches of government. How many of y'all know that? And what are they called? The le legislative, executive, and the judicial. Well, where do you think they got that from? It came straight out of the word. Mm. All right. Here's what the legislative branch does. It's, it was established by Article I of the Constitution. The legislative branch consists of the House of Representatives. You need, you need to hear that. House of Representatives. And the Senate. And together they form what? The Congress. Ooh. Among other powers, the legislative branch makes all laws, declares war, regulates interstate and foreign commerce, and controls taxing and spending policies. Now you know why our country's in trouble, right? Now the executive branch, 
This branch consists of the president, his advisors, and various departments and agencies. This branch is responsible for enforcing the laws of the land. Now, they got about 15 agencies under there along with some other that's connected to his cabinet. And that's the office of the president, his cabinet, which is, which is all the federal agencies that come under the cabinet, including secretaries, agriculture, commerce, defense, education, energy, health, human services, homeland security, housing and urban development, interior labor, state, transportation, treasury, veterans affairs, and the attorney general. They're under the jurisdiction of the executive branch. And most of them are not voted in. They are appointed by the president. You hear that? Now the judicial branch consists of the United States Supreme Court and the Federal Judicial Center. According to the Constitution, the judicial power of the United States shall be vested in one Supreme Court and in such inferior courts, such as your local state level courts, as the Congress may from time to time ordain or establish so the Federal Judicial Center is the education and research agency for federal courts. Now most federal agencies have secretaries, like the Secretary of Labor, and they are not voted in. They are appointed. Now look at John 15.1. Say the church is not the kingdom. This is Jesus talking. Is it read in your Bible? All right, that means Jesus talking. He says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Start with verse 1, John 15, verse 1. Every what? Branch. Hold on. See, y'all thought that meant in your mind you saw a tree. Mm-mm. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, we're going to get there. I'm not going to get ahead of myself today. Y'all not going to push me there because I feel y'all trying to, trying to uh, get it out of me. I ain't going to say it sooner. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. See, y'all been trained how to draw on the anointing. He taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So every satellite outpost, because that's what the branch is. I'm going to define it for you in just a minute. Every satellite outpost in me that does not expand or increase the kingdom of heaven is taken away. In essence, what it's saying. Oh, Jesus. Verse 3, now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except you abide in me. So you must remain connected by the divine connector. Who's a divine connector? The whole, say it like you know the answer. The Holy Spirit. He is the divine connector. He is God in the earth in our dispensation. Not Jesus. And not the Father, the Holy Spirit. Mm. We're learning government. Because a lot of times we get that out of order. And we pray to Jesus when Jesus said, in that day you will not ask me anything. He said, you're not going to pray to me. I'm giving you access to the Father. Just like I talk with the Father now, you have access to talk with the Father. But there's somebody that has to bring you into the inner course. He's called the Holy Spirit. He's the connector. Mm. Verse 4. Abide in me and I in you as the branch, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except you abide in me. 
So you must remain connected by the divine connector who is the Holy Spirit. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Mm. So in other words, what Jesus is saying, okay, He's saying that if you're not abiding as a outpost, if you're not taking up the, the, as a satellite, I'm trying to get ahead of myself. Let's define branch. Because this is not talking necessarily about a tree. Now, a branch is connected to a tree, and how many of you know if a branch even falls from a natural tree, it's going to wither up and die? Okay. But the word branch has more than one meaning about a tree. It actually means department, bureau, satellite, ministry. Huh. Words we never even connected with the word branch. Because we always connected to a natural tree. So the church is the legislative branch of the kingdom. Write it down. Because you ain't going to remember the way I said it. The church is the legislative branch of the kingdom. The church is not the kingdom. It is a branch of the kingdom. Which is comprised of many satellites. Ever heard the word member? So then the church is not the kingdom, but the church was established to carry out governmental programs to ensure that the citizens get what the government promised them. This is why you cannot be a lone ranger and get what God promised you. You must be connected to a local church that is teaching the truth because that's how you get God's best. That's what a department or a ministry or a satellite post does. The satellite outpost is supposed to train you in the laws of the kingdom to ensure that you get where the government promised you. Woo, go ahead and say, wow. Because when he said it to me, I said the same thing, Wow. How many buildings do you know are, are constructed but never teach the word of God? They teach emotionalism. Uh, they teach uh, uh, being nice and all that stuff might have relevance somewhere. But when you come to the outpost, you're supposed to be trained, not dazzled. You're supposed to come with the intent of being trained not entertained. But most people get started out after getting born again, expecting, say expecting, to be coddled and entertained and not trained. That's why they stay illegal babies way beyond their time. Mm. Now, according to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, in verse 7, it tells us that a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. These are titles given unto an executor. Jesus is part of the executive branch. Whew. Woo, Jesus. Verse 7 talks about of the increase of his government. How his government going to increase? Because we're going to create an expansion. Mm -hmm. And peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. In other words, the, the, the Lord is going to make sure that it gets done. He's, God himself, chief executor, is going to enforce that 
what he established about Jesus gets done. Now, whether you participate or not, that's up to you. One translation says about uh, verse 7, his ever-expanding peaceful government will never end. He will rule with perfect fairness and justice from the throne of his father David because he's out of the lineage of what? David. He will bring true justice and peace to all the nations of the world. This is going to happen because the Lord of heaven's armies has dedicated himself to do it. God himself has dedicated himself to see that that comes to pass. And you ought to be happy. God dedicated himself to see that you, as an outpost, (sighs) the government or the kingdom of heaven establishes every satellite or outpost or ministry. There is no ministry in the kingdom of God that God himself, that God ordained, that does not operate the way he says to operate. This is, this is going to get tight. Because you got to know the difference between a real church and what looks like a church. So we see that God's original and ultimate goal for man was to establish his heavenly kingdom on the earth. Mankind slash the church is God's heavenly department responsible for executing Heaven's government programs on earth. i say it again. The church is God's heavenly department responsible for executing heaven's governmental programs on the earth. You're not here just to get your mortgage or rent paid. You are a legislative branch of the kingdom designed to make sure laws get established on the earth. That the laws of heaven are seen and demonstrated on the earth. That's your assignment. Like it or not. That's what you're going to be held accountable for. Do I establish the laws of God everywhere I go? Hmm. Are you hearing me? Are you okay? Good. God is the king. He has a government called the kingdom of God. He has a territory called heaven. So God wants to expand his territory and his government to other realms. So he creates what is known as the visible realm. The visible realm includes the millions of galaxies, stars, and planets. Now God chooses one planet to become an outpost of heaven. He called that planet Earth. Hmm. Now he's got a reason to make somebody in his image. Because he's ready to expand. Whenever a company is ready to expand, they send what they call uh, in the older days, they call like front men. They go out and scope out the territory, see what land is available, how they can get into that community, what it takes to get into the government so that they can build, say build, their store. Hmm. Hmm. He wants to set up an outpost outside of his heavenly territory But he need this territory to have the same influence, say the same influence, of his heavenly government. See, a king not trying to establish a different kind of government and had a responsibility. No, he wants to expand his influence. You're supposed to be an influencer. So in Genesis 1.26, God tells us how he wants his government to be established on planet Earth. We already read that. He, he intends for us to rule, to have dominion, to govern, ultimately to lead. Remember that? 
If not, go look at the lesson from last Sunday. You need to go listen to the lesson where Pastor DJ was teaching on that second heaven because that's going to become more relevant to you after you hear this lesson today. God established a church in the garden, the church or the ecclesia. In other words, the church or ecclesia means the place where God rules or is king over. Ooh, Jesus. See, he's, he's supposed to be king over the church. He's Lord of Lord and King of Kings. He's king over the church. He's not king over religion. Look at Ephesians chapter 1. Look at verse 3. When you have a say, I have it. Okay, y'all don't have it yet. Okay. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'll read it again. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Remember we said Christ is not Jesus' last name. According as he have chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Heaven predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. See, this is always God's will. This was his good pleasure. This was his good will to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. So in God, he already predestinated us to be the church. I read where Jesus called you the church in just a little bit. So God chose us to be in a relationship with him even before he laid out the plans for the world. So the church was not a brand new ideal when Jesus showed up. It was the original ideal of God. Jesus came to establish the original intent of God. I know, I know, I know. Y'all, I know. Don't fight me with your religion. Learn. Because we've been taught wrong so long. But he's going to fill in the gaps for you. Mm. One translation say, a plan that will climax when the time is right. As he returns to create order and unity both in heaven and on earth. When all things are brought together under the anointed royal rule in Christ. So in other words, that's why Christ came. Was to connect heaven and earth together again. So we could be under one rule. Under one government. Glory to God. You ought to be ashamed of yourself to want to be an independent. You're illegal. It's a, it's, a, it's a renegade spirit that makes you want to be independent. Oh, Jesus. Mm. I know. I know. Look at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 3. Well, you know what? Stay where you are if you if you still at um go back there to um what at the Ephesians. Was that that's where we were, right? Yeah. 
And let's look at verse 11. We stand to, I'm, uh, I'm reading from another translation. We stand to inherit even more as his heirs. We are predestined to play a key role in his unfolding purpose that is energizing everything to conform to his will, to his government. Everything must conform to his government. As a result, we the first to place our hope in the anointed one will live in a way to bring him glory and praise. Because you too, talking about you and I, have heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, verse 13, and because you believed in the anointed one who is truth, your lives are marked with his seal. This is none other than the Holy Spirit who was promised. So who's the, what was the promise? The Holy Spirit was coming to become the divine connector for mankind to connect again to heaven. And once again, we'd be under one rule. And the Holy Spirit became the guarantee, said the guarantee of the inheritance. Ooh, Jesus. Mm. Now go to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 3. And we just, you, you don't have to really turn to me, but I'll read it. For we which have believed do enter into rest. As he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they, shall, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. So before the world was ever made, it was already finished. The plan was already instituted as to how the government would run on the earth. So it's not new. Look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18. Woo, Jesus. First Peter chapter 1, verse 18. Mm. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, from your vain conversation received by traditions from your father. See, that stuff they taught, it, didn't, it couldn't bring any redemption. Any more than what's being taught in religious environment can bring redemption. The right hand of fellowship is not redemption. So shaking a man's hand don't mean you're born again. Don't mean you're going to heaven. And just because you got double dipped in the water don't mean you're going to heaven. A lot of people being lied to. Woo, Jesus. But with, verse 19, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained, said foreordained, before the foundation of the world was manifest in these last times for you. In other words, he, 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 was, he was already in place before the world was ever formed, but he was revealed in our, for our benefit. God had to reveal him. So Jesus was the begotten son. He was already the son. But there was no need for him to be revealed in the earth until man fell. So the Bible says that he revealed him in the last times for our sake. Woo, Jesus. Who by him do believe, verse 21, in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Mm. So God determined to send him. But he came into the world in the last days for our sake to redeem man. Mm. Now Jesus is having a conversation with the disciples and asks them, remember this conversation? Who do men say that I, the son of man, am. 
Turn your Bibles to Matthew 6. Ma Matthew 16, I apologize. Matthew 16, verse 13. Matthew, are you learning? I know, I know sometimes you get kind of quiet, but that don't mean you're not learning. That, that means you're listening, you're paying attention. Praise the Lord. Matthew 16, verse 13. But every now and then I want you to holler back at me. Let me know you, you, you're hearing what I'm saying. I'm getting like Dr. Thompson. I've been watching him lately. You know, he said, y'all ain't saying nothing out there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you there? Look. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Then he turned and said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered, said, Thou art the Christ. He didn't say, You're Jesus Christ. He said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Oh. All right, y'all got it. Okay. The son was already in place. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you, but my father who is in heaven, the father is in heaven, and I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my what? Say it out loud. I'm going to build my what? I'm going to build my government. He didn't say, now why would Jesus, Jesus hadn't gone to the cross? But we've been taught the church started 2,000 years ago. No. It's wrong. Jesus brought the church back to the earth. The church was always because it's a governmental branch of the kingdom that was designed to always create the laws of the kingdom in the earth. Jesus says, I'm going to be of my church. I know, I know, settle, let it settle on you. I know we heard that. I grew up hearing the same thing. The church got started 2,000 years ago. No. The ecclesia, as you know it, was revealed in the earth. Not that the government was just established. Can you hear the difference? Look what he says here. And I say, and I will give unto thee, verse 19. No, I, I skipped one verse. Look at verse, and I say unto, also unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Hold, hold, hold on. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. What is Jesus talking about here? He's talking about governmental things. He's talking about governmental laws. Ooh, Jesus. Verse 18, he called Peter Petros. P-E-T-R-O-S. That, that means a large rock. But he says the Greek word for a huge or a great big Gibraltar rock is called Petro. Petra. P-E-T-R-A. He says, okay, you're a large rock. And you'll be part of the government. But the government law is going to be built on this rock right here. The revelation that God gave you of the anointing. That I am there, I'm bringing back the anointing. I'm bringing who he promised. Who did he promise? The Holy Spirit. Jesus says, I'm bringing the anointing. The Holy Spirit. He is the divine connector. 
Jesus was sent to connect us back again by the Holy Spirit. That's why you can't keep disregarding the work of the Holy Spirit. You must learn to pray in tongues. You got to make it a habit. When you're working on your job, you need to learn how to pray under your breath. We're not asking you to get out there and be a nutcase. When you're standing in the line, you can pray in tongues. When you're sitting in the doctor's office, you can pray in tongues. Why? Because the connector was sent so that he can always, say always, access us and give us direction and lead us into truth. But if you're not talking to him on a regular basis, how are you going to know when you're going wrong? He's not going to wave a flag in the air and say, don't go there. You got to hear him. Woo, Jesus. And he told Peter, he says, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. That whatever you declare or decree, the Bible talks about decreeing a thing and it shall be established. You decree a thing. Wait, wait, wait. See, we put all that on God. Wait a minute. Oh, Lynn, don't get ahead of yourself. Come on here, girl. Really, 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 really. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Ah! He says, I'm giving you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, not the keys of the kingdom of third heaven. Go back and listen to what Pastor DJ taught. I'm giving you the keys that of the second heaven. Woo, Jesus. Wait, wait, wait. Ah. Mm. This is, see, you don't need to buy nothing where God is. You don't need to lose nothing where God is. Ain't no problems up there. It's the second heaven. He says, let me get to my notes. He says, I'm giving you the keys that will lock or unlock that realm. And whatever you decree, I'll enforce it. Because I made you the legislative branch of the kingdom. You are designed to make laws. And if it ain't happening in your house, because you ain't made a law concerning your house yet. Don't blame God for a shortage. You're not talking like you're part of the church. The government. Woo, Jesus. He said, whatever you legislate or make as a, as a law in your life, the government, central heaven, call that the central center, whatever, will enforce it. It will become law. Jesus says, and I'm going to give you or I will reveal to you by the Holy Spirit. That's why you got to pray in tongues. The spiritual key that unlocks that second heaven. Because you got a resistor. The problem is not earth to where God is. The problem is right there. Go back and look at that lesson. Man, you, you're going to learn something. You see how it's coming together? He says, I'm going to give you the key that locks or unlock the second heavenlies. Because that's where all your warfare is. Mm. Then he says, not only that, but look at Luke 10, 19. Woo, Jesus. Are y'all learning this morning? Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I give unto you power to trade. In other words, I'm giving you dominion because you got a resistor in the earth called the devil. And he's going to oppose any law that you try to establish. So don't expect agreement from the world when you want to live like the government of God. 
He says that's part of their resistance program, but you've been programmed to understand that that's what they do, but I'm giving you authority. I've given you dominion to not only make a law, but to crush. Say crush. Because the word tread means to crush, to crush your enemy. Not, not cohabitate with him and act like where well, he got almost equal power as you. He does not. The devil is not equal to you. Woo, Jesus. He ain't greater than you. Excuse my English. You got the point. He is not greater than you. And we made him this super person. When Jesus said, I can crush him. With my dominion. When I put a law in place and say, you're not going to tap my house. My children shall live for the gospel. Then the, the devil comes to try that. Then what you going to do? You got to take his hind parts down. You got to take your dominion and not yield to it. You got to not yield to what the devil's doing. Go, he going to act like he, he bad, but he not. He says, I've given you power to tread, to crush, to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing, 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 absolutely nothing shall by any means hurt you. What you want from God? Mm. And then, the serpent, you know, these were the, the uh, disciples. They're coming back, and they're telling Jesus what had happened. Look at verse 20. Notwithstanding in this, because they came back and said, the demons came out in your name. And this this because Jesus gave them power and authority to go do it while he was here. Now, they did, and they weren't even born again. But because they trusted Jesus, he gave them authority. He said, do it in my name. And guess what? The demons obeyed. Because they were not afraid. It. Look, he said, they came back, they were rejoicing. He said, notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Man, when I began to really begin to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to, to me what that is saying, he says to me, don't rejoice because demons are subject to you. Rejoice because you are authorized to use the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. See, <laughs> okay, I say it again. Who is the divine connector to the government of heaven? The Holy Spirit. And he comes to put the seal of approval. <laughs> He authorizes whether you're a genuine. Oh, Jesus. Dr. Davis taught this, John 15, verse 4 through 8. Abide in me and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. All he's saying is that you are an outpost and satellite. You are a legislative branch of the kingdom of God. And unless you are doing what government needs you to do, they're going to take you away. Mm. Why? Because the father looking for expansion. Watch this. A branch cannot bear fruit if it is disconnected from the vine. How many of y'all believe that? And neither will you if you are not connected by the Holy Spirit. You're not going to bear fruit. Woo, Jesus. I got a, what is this? That's not a phone. It looks like a phone. It looks like it got all the features of a phone. But let's see if we can turn it on. No matter how long I hold that button, it's not coming on. You know why? It's not connected to any power source. This is a phone 
Just because it looked like a phone don't mean it's a phone. That's a shell. The power is what make it a phone. That's the only way you can use it, if it's power. This got power. Now this is a phone. It's been authorized to operate. Woo, Jesus. Hey, glory. Now you let people go ahead and keep making fun of the Holy Spirit. See, he is God in the earth today. You better regard him. Pay attention to him. Spend some time with him. Why? He says, if you're disconnected from heaven, you do not know or neither can you hear the plans of the kingdom. Why? There is no power. Say no power. So this is my old used to be. But now it's a shell. It's not connected to any power source. I don't care if you plug it in the wall, it will not come on. Because it has, the, it, the, all the inside is no longer connected to a power source. It's been disconnected. It's turned off. How many of y'all got your old dead cell phone? You know, you can't even charge it anymore. In some cases, you know. You got the point, though, didn't you? So he says, as a branch, if you don't abide in me by the Holy Spirit, because he's the one that's been sent to give you all of the laws of the kingdom. He's going to reveal to you how they operate. Because he understands the mind and the will of the Father. He knows how the kingdom operates. Jesus is not back in the earth. He's not showing you how the kingdom operates. The Holy Spirit, that's his assignment. And if you don't spend time with him, you'll never know what the kingdom has plans for you to do. You're going to be assuming like religion. Let me make this statement. You can only, say only, become religious when you don't live by the Holy Spirit. You have no choice. You might be born again, but you are denying the power source. You say, well, I'm born again. Well, well let, me, let me just go a little bit further. A religious person is a ruler without authorization. He or she is an illegal agency. Mm. They're not authorized to operate on behalf of the kingdom because they are denying the power source. You better not go in a religious environment talk about the Holy Spirit. Now they talk about spirits, but you don't know what spirit they're talking about. I'm getting ready to close. Look at Matthew 7. Are you still learning? I know. We're going to come to a close. Look at Matthew 7, verse 21. Because mm. everybody's not going to heaven just because they say they look like the church. Oh, it's a lot of people that look like they the church, talk like they the church. They don't have no power. Because anointing should follow you, should be with you. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> and that's something. But he that doeth the what? He that does the government of my father, which is in heaven. And what's the number one reason heaven came to earth? Was to do what? Create expansion. And if you're not interested in building the kingdom, you're in trouble. You are in trouble. If you've already laid back in the cut, thinking you're going to go to heaven, so you got a religious plan running inside of you that is illegal. Man, I told you it's going to get tight. Jesus soon to come back. I told y'all at the beginning of the year, I can't call to you anymore. 
we down to the brass tax people. And if you are not interested in people getting born again, you need to check whether or not you're still alive or connected. Because you might be operating religiously. You know the right words to say. You know the timing to do things. You know, but, but down inside, you don't have no desire to do what the law of the government requires of you. You might be religious and on your way to not heaven. He says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, verse 22, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? See, this thing's getting close, and it's cutting. And then he said, I will profess unto them, I never knew you. How do they get to do all that stuff? He said, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Ooh, Jesus. Why? Because they were doing an activity and not a divine connection. They were not authorized. Jesus just told them, said, don't get excited because a demon come out. See, demons know how to play games too. That's witchcraft. And make it look like they move something out of your body. Mm. He said, then we perform some miracles too? Then we prophesy in your name? Then, then we give that girl a prophecy? Then we do a lot of miracles for the sake of your name? He said, I don't know nothing about it. But according to this translation in verse 23, but I will have to say to them, go away from me, you lawless rebels. I've never been joined to you. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit never connected you because you never accepted him. Ooh, Jesus. So knowing the correct password, saying, Master, Master, Lord, Lord, isn't going to get you anywhere with me, said Jesus. What is required is serious obedience, doing what my Father intended for you, the church, to do, not what you think you should do. If you're not doing what God intended for you to do, you're doing a religious activity. Did you learn anything this morning? 